Welcome to Prince Trap by Track. I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Horny Pony uh, from the Get Off Seven Inch or cassette single. It was it was only on those. It wasn't on the Twelve Inch or any of the Maxi CDs or anything else that was released around that time from Get Off. There were a lot of formats for Get Off, to be honest with you. Um, Horny Pony though only appears on the Seven Inch uh, or the the cassette single, um, as nobody called them during the time that they were released. <laughs> <laughs> recorded on the 11th September 1990, and then re-recorded a little bit in early 1991, uh, and then eventually released on the 29th of July 1991, um, as we said, the B-side of uh, the Get Off single. Um, it was also included as the B-side for Cream as well, I should say. Uh, but obviously, you know, its first appearance was, was July 1991. On the track, you have Prince and the New Power Generation, which at this particular point, you know, it's Michael B, Levi, Michael, Rosie G, Tony M, Kirk Johnson, Damon Dixon. And then, of course, on this, we also have Robin Power, um, who people might remember from New Power Generation Part 2, where she sang like three lyrics and that was it pretty much um she was also um in in the film graffiti bridge she played morris day's girlfriend you know whom uh, has her coat taken away from her and put onto a muddy puddle by jerome so that <laughs> morris day can step on the puddle without dirtying up his shoes uh, oh i love that i see i haven't seen we talked about this in another episode but i haven't actually seen graffiti bridge but i love that that's such a great <laughs> subversion of the old trope of the gentleman who puts his coat over the muddy puddle yeah. to just take one off the lady that's so yeah. good um and the track is four minutes and 18 seconds joining me you've already heard his voice it's russell irig i know sorry i can't shut that's up that's okay russell um now as as for a genre for this particular song i have no idea what to call it i mean i feel like we should discuss a little bit the history of the song because um there was there's a track listing like the final track listing for diamonds and pearls was originally kind of put together around march 1991 and on that um you had horny pony in place of get off uh, but then Prince sent Get Off to some clubs um, and some people started playing it and it started to get some traction. So he, he called Warner Brothers, as he as he is wont to do, at the last minute and said, get that track off. I want to put Get Off on as the end of side A. And so that's what happened. Um, on the actual, um, you know, listings for the album, um, the word horny pony is still on there. But it's it's uh, it's been overprinted with get off, so there's still a little evidence that it was going to be on. But the track listing for Diamonds and Pearls went through a few different iterations. Um, the song Call the Law, which ended up as a B side um, for a later single, was also meant to be on there. The song The Flow, which appeared on Symbol, was also meant to be on the the album. Uh, and then there's two unreleased songs, uh, one of which called Schoolyard, uh, and the other one which is called Something Funky This House Comes, which is a great title for a song. Um, they were both on original, like on the early kind of um, versions of the track listing. Also notably missing from those track listings was Thunder, which is the opening track for Diamonds and Pearls, um, which was, you know, originally Daddy Pop was going to be the opening, uh, which I think would have been an insane way to open that album. Um, but so, you know, Prince recorded Thunder by himself one night and then just added it to the album as well. So, but this was the, this is kind of like taken off at the last minute and then put on as the B-side for Get Off. But as far as like a genre goes, I have no idea. I mean... <laughs> well, I think it's probably he's trying to... It's his attempt at making a rap track, right? Like, he's trying to make a rap track, but it's like all of his princiness still comes through so much that he can't quite do it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean he does actually say at the beginning, new new dance commercial take one, which is, is like such a... <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and, and he kind of within the song he kind of talks about what the horny pony is, which is a a, a specific dance, um, and he and he right. tries to give people instructions on what they have to do to do this dance, and he says, and this is this is quite late in the song. He says, uh, moving your legs from left to right, your arms up high like an eagle in flight, keep your hands shaken like right. a leaf on a tree, Jack be nimble. Phew, you're doing it. And it's just like, See? yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. the horny that, pony. That not very, that's not very helpful. Like, I was trying to imagine how to do this without at least some visual representation. I mean, if Prince had really hoped the horny pony was going to really take off, you know, he definitely would have needed a music video to help us a little <laughs> bit with these instructions because moving your legs left to right, there's so many different ways you can do that, right? And, and, I, I, in my mind, it's just the most silly sort of hop that you're doing, yeah. um, and and then your arms up like an eagle. Okay, <laughs> why an eagle? Like oh, again, like we already have an animal to base this on, Prince. Like, and I don't know why you're going to a whole other animal kingdom to <laughs> to explain your dance. Like, I kept thinking, like, how about some trotting or some prancing yeah. or something that's a little <laughs> more pony like? I, I couldn't figure out why we were waving our arms, our hands like an eagle in flight. Or wait, no, where our arms are up, but our hands are shaking. Your arms are up in, like an eagle, but in our flight, hands are yeah. shaking like leaves which is just insane (laughs) (laughs) so 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 far to to do the horny pony we have to to act like an eagle and a tree at the same time like none of this has anything to do with ponies i mean it's funny because i like i can't even remember what it is but i'm sure i remember like a seven inch of possibly you know the twist or something and it had like uh, I mean, if you remember, like the very old dance instruction things, where you'd have the the, the yeah, feet, yeah, uh, like the little outlines of the feet with numbers in, and they would show where your feet have to go for certain dances. And I'd just love to imagine this being released as a single with that type of cover, where it has the the instructions on where your feet are meant to go, but with little illustrations of what your arms are meant to do as well, like maybe on the back or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's funny because like that's only one little tiny part, and it's kind of towards the end of the song, like. It's almost like Prince is like, this is going to be like a new dance craze. But he's like, and and this is what it looks like. But it's just towards the end of the song. And he's like, don't worry about it. You know, right. like, it's like, the song's almost over. I'm sure whatever you've been doing up to this point is fine. Well, my favorite um, part of that, too, though, is like pretty shortly after he instructs us on, you know, some of the some of the basics of the horny pony is then when we have um, the the lady who is just just like oh my god like this is just he's so weird like (laughs) like, so so i do like that it is not well received in the song too like that's that's my that's maybe my favorite part i mean i I probably would not like this song nearly as much as i do without her reactions to him and the way that she is sort of just disgusted by him like that's so funny to me it would it would not be nearly as interesting i mean it's funny as well because like after 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 that kind of um, you know like the, the instruction for the dance and Prince saying you know there you go your there you go it's you know it's the horny pony <laughs> um, he he actually he, he actually says did you come here alone and Robin oh, Power God. goes uh, yeah why and he goes well guess who you're going home with and I'm like and it's funny because she doesn't she doesn't react by saying oh yeah let's she reacts kind of with like a huh. And then he starts, you know, kind of laughing. And then she's like, oh, that's nasty. And it's just like, well, I, I don't know. 
it's kind of undercutting Prince at the very end. Yeah, the laugh is is also like a nay too. That's the other great part. Yeah, because he's like. <laughs> so yeah that's also i love that part because it's also again like one of the few times we sort of get back to why the hell this thing is called the horny pony like there isn't a lot that explains to me the pony part of it like so so at least when i get that little horse neigh i'm like thank you there's something about a horse (laughs) now because otherwise he's sort of just left me hanging on this whole pony thing (laughs) yeah and of course, he then he then says uh, like after after she reacts by saying that's nasty to the to the the, the horse impression, <laughs> it just it, you know Prince is just like yeah, and it's like wait what like uh, you're meant to, like obviously in Prince's mind he seems to have seen this as like a really successful pickup line, <laughs> but Robin Powers is clearly like no, no like this is terrible you know this is not happening and then then it kind of just fades out and you're just like. I mean, it's really funny because, you know, there have been quite a few songs where Prince, you know, kind of talks about seduction or, you know, he seduces someone and he's successful. I mean, Diamonds and Pearls has a song called Insatiable um, where he, he keeps detailing, you know, like how the, that he keeps mentioning the clock, which is a funny joke. But where he keeps saying, you know, it's 2.49 and kind of, you know, he, he's like very kind of detailed in his seduction in the song Insatiable. I mean, it's like almost seven minutes long. But here, it's like he attempts a little bit of seduction like at the end of the song, and it's unsuccessful. But he doesn't really care, and like, and the song just finishes, and you're like, I don't know what Prince was trying to do. So it's funny that you know he on on Diamonds and Pearls are a couple of songs where Prince is the kind of stereotypical kind of successful lover that we imagine him to be. But then this song kind of completely undercuts that. In fact, Get Off, you know. The song, you know, that replaced it is about Prince being extremely successful, right, right. you know, having 23 positions in a one night stand. <laughs> and here there's, there's a person, he, he can't even kind of get a dance craze going in this particular song. Um, and it also, there's probably some truth in it that too, like, the reason he's unsuccessful has a lot to do with just that he's so damn weird. Like, yeah. like that, that, that's what's keeping him is like, this girl is just like, what the hell? Like, no, this, you're just bizarre and strange and like... You know, if you kind of remove Prince's fame and money, like that probably would be most people's reactions to him if he didn't have like all of that, but the, that success behind him. A lot more women probably would have just been like, no, you're a strange dude wearing purple. Like, what? No, like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, at the very beginning, you know, um, he, he says, horny people gather here. Um, <laughs> Come, horny people, uh, far and wide. Gather. Come to us. Yes. yes. And um, and he, he, like his introduction to to what the horny pony is, um, he says we've we've got something to put in all your ears. We got a new dance for the next eight years. Mm. Now, obviously, he's recording this in 1991, so eight years from that would be 1999. Ah. So that feels like a little bit of a kind of like a Prince in joke there, where he's almost saying, you know, like 1999, you know party over so it's it's kind of like this dance craze only needs to last until 1999 because <laughs> that's going to be the end so don't worry about it and i love as well how he says i'm talking about the dance that every parent fears <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's a sex dance it's the new dance and it's rocking from coast to coast and he's talking about he's talking about he's talking about the horny pony y'all yeah and i mean i and then this is where we get robin for the first time saying girlfriend look at this dance prince is doing now is he weird or what yeah and i mean you you know i give all credit to prince for the fact that he allows these kind of really 
kind of very kind of dismissive aside in this song with a kind of the fact that someone is saying Prince is he weird or what like directly in a Prince song it's just kind of you know it shows that Prince although like the rest of the song seems to be this kind of weird serious thing about you know it's a sex dance and it's a new dance like he's kind of almost admitting it's just a silly it's like so silly for him to even try to introduce a dance craze and, you know, he kind of knows it. And that's why Robin is there to kind of undercut him every now and again. Yeah. It's like he, he gets that this is an absolutely ridiculous idea of a song or a dance called the horny pony. Like, obviously, nobody, <laughs> this is not going to catch on. This is not <laughs> going anywhere. And um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of if he, he, he had to build in that little bit of failure into the song. Otherwise, we would just sort of be thinking, like, what the hell are you talking about? So at least he's he yeah. seems a little self-aware about its silliness. I mean, it's interesting as well, because he says in the years of war, we don't want to know you're booking your body like you really go. It's, it's, I mean, there's been a few kind of I mean, Money Don't Matter Tonight and Live for Love are kind of the most they're kind of oblique references to the the fact that you know the, the first gulf war was kind of happening around this time yeah so i think it's odd that there's almost like a mention here of the gulf war in the middle of this kind of song called horny pony yeah. that's about a dance craze I mean, so it's i don't know i think and then later he says it's the dance that conservatives really despise right because it's the sex dance it's the new dance and it's rocking every horny woman every man and it's like I don't know. It's it's rare, it's rare that Prince ever gets kind of political. So it's funny that he talks about this being a dance that conservatives uh, really most despise. Well, this was also probably. I now I'm not gonna. I should have looked this up, but I didn't think about it until you just said it. But the sort of origins of um, explicit lyrics labels and stuff, and and there was so much. And Prince was definitely like you know with Darling Nikki was at the forefront of all of that controversy so you know everybody was very much aware of, of like this idea of like conservatives looking out for you know dirty lyrics and stuff so i you know i could yeah. i could see that being part where maybe that's also a little bit of a dig at that since he had been put in the spotlight for darling nikki um with that whole controversy yeah. i mean not just put in the spotlight but that he was the he was the reason you know? right it, it right was, it was it was typical's daughter that like listening to darling nikki that kind of started that whole thing yeah so, yeah so so it is kind of and the weirdest thing being that you know they weren't even really conservatives you know she she's married to al gore so she was a democrat and so you you wouldn't really have expected her to be the one that kind of started that whole thing but yeah so there is a kind of, I mean, he does actually say here, you're booking your body like you really want to go. So he I, says for the hip stuff, the H to the I to the P. I imagine a lot of people in Washington, D.C. are pretty conservative compared to Prince, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Maybe the, the small C rather than a... You know, right. But yeah, I mean, I just I just think it's interesting that, you know, it's it was a Democrat's wife that ended up starting oh, yeah. that whole thing. Definitely, you know, like definitely. That's, that's something kind of interesting. But I, I, I mean, I like that Prince says, um, you know, what he, I mean, because he keeps, aside from the whole thing of later on giving the instructions, he mentions you want it in your hip, you want it in your thigh. Um, so, so he's like, I, again, you know, he's talking about people booking their body and... You know, he's he, I, I don't know. It's just this weird thing of like he's he's kind of saying stuff, but not being super specific. <laughs> right. About exactly. Right. What he wants them to do. 
Um, I guess that's that's another at least horsey sort of thing too with the bucking action. So it's like maybe one of the few other yeah. places he gives us some horse metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and you know he it's worth saying as well that the the you know the the words horny pony are not sung by Prince. They're kind of like a a sample of Rosie Gaines singing the words horny pony. Um, and there's the kind of the ow, ow, ows, which um, appear in... There's a couple of other songs that Rosie Gaines sings where that, that kind of... The way she says the word ow, she sings it in a very specific way. And so that kind of appears in a, in a couple of other songs. And I like how Prince says, you can run all the way to Barcelona, but you can't hide from the horny pony. Um, <laughs> you know. Oh, wait, wait. No, but you, you're, you're missing the best part of that line, yeah. which is how he gets to the rhyme at to rhyme with yeah, Barcelona. That's a, yeah, which is, he, he, yeah, Barcelona. But you can't hide the horny pony, pony gonna get, get you gonna. <laughs> yes. Because it's not gonna get you. It's get you gonna. Yeah. Which is so funny. I, I, when I listened to it, I had to stop and like, wait, 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 wait. Did I just hear what I think I heard? <laughs> where Prince goes all like Yoda and reverses syntax so that he can like make this rhyme. G- get you gonna like nobody says that that is not a thing anybody says like you just you just totally switched up like this language to make it work for your song <laughs> a funny thing is he did he did that a couple of times on some tracks and diamonds and pearls where he would reverse the way people would normally say stuff just so that he can get a rhyme to work yeah. so it's it's yeah. obviously something that he you know he didn't mind doing and of course when he, he he returns to horny people gather here for the next eight years we got a new dance it's the horny pony so again he's he's obsessed with what's just going to happen for the next eight years <laughs> when all the people in the land are doing the horny pony yeah. for eight years exactly yeah it lends it this sort of like prophetic like weird like i don't know strangely uh i don't know mystical idea of like for eight years people will do the horny pony <laughs> In all of Middle Earth, or something. <laughs> and not, not coincidentally, of course. You know, this is just before Bill Clinton comes to power for eight years. So maybe he was, you know, looking into the future and seeing. Oh, you know, it is prophetic. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. We were doing the horny pony for eight years. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. This song is so much deeper than I thought. I, be- I believe in Arkansas. That's how they referred to Bill Clinton. They simply called him the horny pony. <laughs> Absolutely, mayor, mayor uh, or a governor, horny pony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your car is ready. Yeah, I think the, the funny thing is, like, the song is as you know, as Robin says, it's just kind of so weird. Um, you know, yes. the, the kind of he, you know, <laughs> um, you know, the, the the kind of the idea that he 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 has, he has these kind of weird little you know verses where he tries to kind of tell you what's going to happen with the horny pony, but he he doesn't get specific until the very end, and even then you're like. I'm no clearer on what the horny pony is after you've described right. the actual dance moves to me. So I don't know what you want, <laughs> Prince. What's going on? Um, trying to imagine this as the final track of the first side of Diamonds and Pearls is so kind of difficult. I can't, like, I think about the songs that are on Diamonds and Pearls kind of, you know, leading up to this. And I think to myself, I just, I just can't imagine finishing, like, the first side of that, you know, like, cassette when I got it, you know. Um, and thinking, oh yeah, this is a good way for the first side of this to, to finish, you know, with with a song called Horny Pony. Like, and, no. it's, I, this is it's this just... is a song you bury in an album somewhere where it is like, it, I mean, it could probably work somewhere on an album. Like, it's possible, but 
it is it is not going to be your standout track in any way. Like it has to be placed very purposefully between two much better tracks. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially, you know, it would have come after Willin and Able and it would have been before, you know, Walk Don't Walk if you were listening on a CD, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I, I, you know, and I, I just can't. I just, it just would not have fitted with the rest of the, the like the album. Like the, the tone of it just wouldn't have made any sense. Um, this kind of like rap song with with kind of these these asides from uh, Robin Powers. It's just, it's like such a a weird kind of like idea. Prince is like, oh yeah, this would be a great way to finish the first side. You know, even with like other songs on there like call the law or you know the flow which are are kind of more rap songs like kind of it would have made the like if those had been on the album as well it probably wouldn't have made horny pony seem that weird with the track listing that you know they kind of settled on you know before replacing this we get off you're kind of like i don't know how this would have worked it wouldn't it really (laughs) wouldn't have fit with the rest of the album i also think i mean it is such a silly song that it is it is also not for for when you hear the title, you would expect it to be a much sexier song than it is, <laughs> and it, it's it's so unsexy too. So I think you know to replace it with "Get Off," which is like legitimately a sexy song, um, you know, yeah, it's it it's hard to imagine it in that context of diamonds and pearls, which always just, again, I think I talked about in the other episode, how at least to me, just from the album cover alone is like burned into my brain. as like (laughs) an object of pure dripping sex and horny pony would have definitely been changed the tone of that and made it something a lot sillier for at least, you know, five minutes. (laughs) So, I mean, in terms of like, uh, I mean, it's funny because, you know, I've I've only ever listened to this song a couple of times, and you know, obviously, following Prince's death, people you know be- suddenly became more courageous of putting stuff on YouTube. So there is a lot of kind of <laughs> unreleased Prince material now that you can find through YouTube. Um, not that this was unreleased, because obviously it was released, but it was only ever you know a B side for Get Off and a, a B side for Cream, and then that was it. And you know, like it, it wasn't even. I mean, you know, we're about to start talking about the the hits, the B sides, and on that Prince. You know, he he included Power Fantastic, which was a, an unreleased song, and he included For the Tears in Your Eyes, which was a, a song that he contributed to um, the We Are the World album. Um, and he didn't include this, which was a B-side that was released before the hits, the B-sides was put together. Um, you know, and up until this point, he had like 17 other B-sides. So this is like his 18th B-side, and yet it didn't make it onto the compilation of B-sides that came out like two years after. And so it's kind of interesting that, you know, not only did he leave it off Diamonds and Pearls, but then he left it off the B-side compilation that came out yeah. a couple of years later. Um, you know, and he that, that kind of, at that particular point, I mean, you know, it might have just been a time issue. You know, there might not have been enough space on, you know, the CD or whatever to have all those, you know, those the kind of 18 B-sides because there were two others that were also left off. Um, but the fact that he replaced, you know, Power Fantastic is quite a long song. Um, and if you if you took Power Fantastic off and you put Horny Pony on, you would probably get a couple of minutes back in terms of, you know, space on a CD. So, um, you know, it, it's obviously a, a, a kind of very specific choice for him to leave it off of uh, of that of the kind of the hits, the B-sides. You know, I, I've only listened to it a few times. This is not one of all the other B-sides that I'm about to start talking about. I've listened to you know a ton of times so i've only listened to this a few times so in terms of a grade i don't think i can go higher than like a three out of five just because it's 
such a kind of silly song and it just kind of yeah you know yeah it's it is it is not in it it doesn't aspire to greatness you know so it's it's never gonna be a four or a five because it doesn't even want to be a four or a five right (laughs) no i feel like this song firmly wanted to be a three out of five (laughs) yeah there's i mean there's just no effort put into making it a great song so like but yeah i i would agree i was thinking about that too i'm like boy this is a really silly stupid song but it is so hilariously stupid in certain parts that it does at least get itself <laughs> up to a three in my mind as well because of like Robin's reactions are so funny. Yeah. And also like not super well acted either, which makes me laugh <laughs> a lot too. Like they're only like half convincing. Like you it's it's a very like high school theater production of of like somebody being like, oh look at this guy. Like it's it's a like the performance is a little unbelievable which i also like um and yeah that the horse noise that prince makes (laughs) like that alone probably jumps it up to a three for me by the end i i I would say i it might have actually gotten up to a four if um if there had been more mentioning of like horse things, yeah. that would have been funnier to me. If like I don't know, he mentioned you know eating apples or something. I don't know. Just like <laughs> <laughs> um, so something funny about horses. I, I, that would have been that would have been great. But, yeah, you know, he just he he really drops the horse stuff. Um, and I was thinking about how like maybe Prince sort of set out the challenge that was then completed by Genuine. With Tony, like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, here, I'll show you how to, this, uh, Prince started this, but I'm going to finish it, and I'm going to make an actually sexy song about ponies. Yeah. Um, well, not really about ponies. And and there he does it by making it just, like, a pretty clear metaphor of, like, the pony in this song is <laughs> is just my penis. Like, that is the song. Like, there is no, it. it's pretty clear, it's a very clear message in, in Genuine's Pony, whereas in Horny Pony, you're always a little like, what? is happening why is this about a pony i don't understand any of it and you know he's and genuine's gonna like make all the right uh references to like jumping on the saddle and it's like he 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 takes it all the way um in a legitimately sexy way but i still yeah i would give it a three out of five just for being just sort of so silly and stupid you know um prince started a thing called the mpg music club which is when he liked the internet for a a brief period of time and he would put songs (laughs) on there and there would be like little collections and a version of this song was put on um the mpg music club number seven where they had like this weird kind of introduction kind of like a robotic voice giving an introduction um and then you know the song was the exact same but you know so it was made available for people who subscribe to that which uh, I think at the time cost something ridiculous, like $120 a, a year or something. Um, though for that, you kind of got, you know, a, a handful of songs every month um, from Prince until he decided he hated the internet and then he shut it all down and, <laughs> and and then completely changed his mind and said that, you know, ones and zeros weren't good for you or something. I mean, he, he took a very strange turn. Um, but yeah, so, you know, at least Prince kind of, he didn't kind of deny it, but he, you know, at the same time, like, I feel like taking it off Diamonds and Pearls was such a kind of big move and then leaving it off the B-Sides compilation was like him going, yeah, I don't really need this for the rest of them. Um, it is interesting uh-huh. that Prince actually had a song which he recorded in like 1982 or something. 
uh, which was his, I think it was, I mean, I, I don't want to misspeak on this, but I think it was like his second or third B-side, something like that. Um, and it's a song called Horny Toad. Um, and that and that is kind of it, it's very specifically made clear that it is about sex um, because, you know, there's a lot of metaphors of, you know, I want to get on your lily pad and all this kind of stuff. So that that was a song that kind of is called Horny and it and it kind of fits the, the title, um, even if Toad is not a particularly attractive animal in that mm-hmm. case. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it, it's obviously something that, you know, maybe was on Prince's mind of like a horny animal. But I don't know why he picked pony, and kind of you know I don't know. It's just it's just weird that well, this is this is kind of the direction he ended up going with this song. Yeah, and at least like horny toad is an expression. Like we know what that like we have heard that. Yeah. But yeah, that article you sent me um, also mentioned the other uh, pony songs that uh, Prince had around the same time, right? Like he he was maybe a little obsessed with ponies. Because it said uh, his archive contains three songs: "She Pony," "Pony Ride," <laughs> and "My Pony." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I guess I guess like the word "pony" obviously must have had something in it. Must have made him think. Well, people must think ponies are sexy, and I don't know who told him that, or you know, like <laughs> no, he, he must have just misinformed by someone, and then he was just like, you know, okay, uh, let's make songs with pony in the title. Uh, but yeah, like you said, genuine's pony probably. <laughs> I I think the funny thing is like Genuine's Pony is kind of what you would have expected Prince to have done with a song with Pony in the title, like a particularly horny Pony. Because I was thinking about it after listening to this song, I went back and listened to it and I was just like, this could have totally been a Prince song. Like yeah. it is, you know, it's, it's sort of like funky in all the right ways. Like it's, it totally could have, th- that, that this could have been Pony, but yeah, it's almost like he just went totally down the wrong direction. I guess, Prince was probably, uh, again, that uh, Diffuser article you sent me mentioned kind of like the dance, the pony, you know, from the 60s. So I think Prince might have just still been too much on that brainwave of like, the pony, it's a dance, you know, like that's his connection. And so he had (laughs) to take it in this weird Oh well, you know. So I'm gonna make the sexy version, the horny pony. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's a much more dangerous version of the pony that that dance craze that all the kids in the '90s care about, right? Like, no, nobody cares about the pony anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, so I feel like we said as much as we can about horny pony. Um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Russell? Sure. Uh, check out my podcast, Art Palace, uh, produced by the Cincinnati Art Museum. I uh, have on different guests and we look at art and talk about it in a fun, casual way. Yay. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Russell Irig as well. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for be- being my guest here, Russell. Sure. And otherwise, goodbye.